Hi, and welcome to another episode of Jen and Dan's Natural Healing with Plants. Today, we are unraveling the mysteries of nutrition and wellness. I'm your host, um, Jennifer Whitmire, also called Holistic Jen, with my co-host, Daniel Hardy. And today, we're delving into a common challenge many of us face, which is nutrition confusion. There's so much information out there that we get so confused. And Daniel and I have been studying nutrition um, for over 20 years each, and we are still confused, just like everyone else. And so I just wanted to introduce um, Dan. Dan, how are you today? I'm good, Jennifer. How are you doing? Pretty good. And are you confused about nutrition? (laughs) Oh, you know, it comes and goes. But yes, there's so much information out there, even People like us, that's, that our life is nutrition. <laughs> We're still like, wait a minute, this study showed this, and this, and this person did this, but it didn't work. Yes, there's so much conflicting advice and fad diets, and de- doctors going on YouTube saying, "Do this, don't do that," and then another one coming on saying, "Do this, don't do that." And there's credible sources that can even mislead us. There's doctors that say, don't ever eat things like tomatoes. There's doctors that say, don't eat beans. And then we see Dr. Greger who says, you need to eat the tomatoes and the beans. And so, and then we have the coffee and we have the eggs and there's just so much. Yeah. And then you have keto doctors that have been, you know, they've been keto for 20 years and now they're coming out saying, I was wrong. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you bet. Yes. And see, we knew they were wrong. To oh, with. yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yes. Dot. Get, you know, don't get me wrong. But <laughs> yes. So how do we get to the basics? How do we figure out what is something that we is honest and true and that we can really depend on when we see information? Well, unfortunately, first you have to look at who funds the studies, who is funding these experts on YouTube. I mean, Jennifer, I don't have anybody funding us. So. <laughs> but no. a lot of these doctors on YouTube, they have people funding them like Dr. Eric Berg and Dr. McCullough. So they're getting paid to, to push an agenda. Even with studies now, you have to look. If you see a study that says eggs are good for you, more than likely, the the uh, it was funded by the egg industry, and this is a thing. It's, this shouldn't be. This should be illegal because this is. You can't be. Well, they're very um, biased toward. Okay, eggs, they're good for us if they're trying to sell eggs. <laughs> right. For that's, me, go ahead, Jennifer. I was gonna say that's why I like Dr. Gregor's because. It's completely nonprofit. He doesn't take money from anyone. There's no advertising. But I've had people tell me that he's biased because he's vegan. And so, and there, you know, even a researcher is going to have some biases, but he also combines, you know, studies, you know, numerous studies. And he'll, with something contradictory comes out, he addresses it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's one of the most honest out there today. Also, like, um, of course, I, I thought Dr. Christopher was very honest. Now, Christopher, most people don't even know who he is because he was lost. I mean, it was a tragedy, but what happened to him? But 
for me also doctors have been doing this for a long time like Esselstein and McDougal and they've had good results over many many years I've listened to what they have to say and even they've seen in their careers they've seen people who didn't respond like they wanted them to but overall they did okay and then you just have to try it you have to it comes down to you have to try okay a certain way of eating and see how it works for you you know right because there is no one size fits all Mm -hmm. um i do think it's important to look at you know if it's a quick fix mm, oh yeah you you need to doubt it um and you need to look for something that is balanced so eliminating food groups you have to be careful you know sometimes you can eliminate um certain things as long as you're replacing those nutrients with another whole food but you have to be careful with um, things like that. And looking for multiple studies that say the same thing, you know, is another one. Making sure that they all um, kind of go together. You know, like the doctor that says don't eat tomatoes. How many studies are out there that say don't eat tomatoes? You well, know? that You're guy's not- selling supplements. On he's the selling, <laughs> yes, he's selling the pills that go along Yes, don't eat tomatoes, take my pills. And so uh, there's a sign right there. Yeah, Yeah. that guy gets some on nerves. (laughs) Mine too. And I have so many clients who say, but so-and-so says don't eat. Stop listening Uh to so-and-so and and look at the truth. So Dr. Christopher was way beyond his years. Um, But then there's other doctors too, you know, the same time. You know, we go back and look, you know, for... A hundred years, doctors have been saying this. Go all the way back to was it Plato and Hippocrates? I mean, eat plants. Yes. Yes, and so you know, it's just very important to eat whole foods. A lot of the foods that we're eating are not considered food. No, a lot of people live on processed foods. If you go to the grocery store, you know, you're talking, you're about to do your five day reset, and you were talking about people sharing their uh, shopping carts. Mm-hmm. If you go buy a lot of vegetables and fruits, people look at you like, wow, and that how crazy is that, that you get looked at like you're an alien because you're buying fruits and vegetables instead yeah. of little Debbie cakes, Gatorade, Rice Krispie treats, Cheetos, pizza. <laughs> what has the world come to? And I wonder Those why- are normal. It's yeah. normal to buy things in boxes and bags and abnormal to buy produce. For those of you who haven't heard, um, the produce manager actually stopped my husband and thanked him for buying the produce. And then he'll have people ask that my husband does the grocery shopping. I don't, I make the list, he does the shopping. But he had people ask if we own restaurants. I mean, it's just crazy. And then he usually has to tell the cashier what the different foods are. And to us, it's not anything unusual. You know, why I don't know why they don't know what it is. But unfortunately, we're the weirdos eating the food. That is. And it's not a coincidence that we're one of the sickest countries in the world. Yes. And it's sad. And I don't understand. I mean, something has to change oh, that's another topic but the education <laughs> in this country is abysmal when it comes to health they never teach yeah. you how to kill what how to eat or how to be healthy they teach them you need to go to school and get a good career but guess what if your health starts to tank when you're 20 yeah how are you going to get a good career well and the only nutrition information they get is from the um usda guidelines <laughs> yeah. which says 50% of your grain should be whole. So 
doesn't have to be whole. So we can eat 50% processed <laughs> foods. Yeah. Well, they say, the reason they say their gallons are so soft is because, well, people aren't going to eat really, you know, the, the guy gives them some leeway, like, oh, come on now. When you it comes work- to their health and growing bodies. Yes. Oh, it just makes me sick. I know. Yes. So let's talk about something that's a little bit more controversial, and that is coffee. So I don't know when this episode will air, but a study just came out about how coffee <clears> is <throat> high in antioxidants and can be beneficial for people. Yes, I have seen many studies of coffee. <laughs> I've seen studies that say coffee is linked with longevity. It, people who drink coffee live longer. And then some of the theories around that is that a lot of people eat so badly that the antioxidants in coffee are helping them live longer because that's where they're getting most of their antioxidants and vitamins because the rest of their daily meals are processed foods and fast foods. That's one theory. I mean... Well, and then, so I do a lot with genetics research um, with Dr. Rita Marie Lascalzo. And when we look at different genes, I know for me, I have a gene, I was trying to pull it up while I'm on here, related to CYP1A2, um, which is involved in caffeine metabolism. And if you have, it's, we don't want to say mutation because we're not mutated. You know, like if I have brown eyes and you have blue eyes, one of us is not mutated we just have different genes but if one of them is not considered the optimal then you're more likely to upregulate for hydroxyestrone which is a harmful estrogen we have three estrogens um, and unfortunately even your OBGYN may not know that we have three estrogens um, but it promotes uh, the cancer growing one it promotes um, uterine fibroids fibrocystic breasts breast cancer ovarian cancer and prostate cancer if you have the genetic morphism in this gene the CYP1A2 and so a lot of times um, someone who has fibroids um, either in the uterus or in the breast going off coffee can help tremendously. Um, If they have um, cyclical um, breast pain, then that may be because of the coffee. And so we hear these studies, but it's just like there's no one size fits all for anything else. There's no one size fits all when it comes to coffee. Coffee may help this person live longer, but it may be harmful for somebody else. See, again, we're talking about nutrition confusion here. And- yes, yes. And so breast cancer runs in my family, and but we don't have the BRCA gene. And so everyone says, oh, it's the BRCA gene that, you know, it's genetic, blah, blah, blah. But maybe it's the caffeine gene, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so yeah. we haven't been concerned because it's not the BRCA gene, but maybe we shouldn't be drinking the coffee. It sounds uh, like all of us should be getting... tested for these different things i mean that's like this is like a very very personalized yeah that's yeah i love this i love this information some people like it some people don't and we have to go always go back genetics loads the gun lifestyle Mm -hmm. pulls the trigger so but then that shows you too you know if i see this okay i shouldn't have caffeine i shouldn't have caffeine because then i'm more likely to have cancer 
if I drink the caffeine. Well, then what can I do? Not have the caffeine. And then that's going to lower my risks of promoting the wrong estrogen. And then there, we'll talk about estrogen on another episode. Um, but because there's benefits to estrogen, but we want diff- a different kind of estrogen. Anyway, knowing this lets you make those lifestyle changes that are more beneficial for you. And so I love, we need to talk about genetics on one of these, yes. these two, but it all comes down to there's no one size fits all either. And so while we see these studies that coffee is great, it may be great in the population they studied, but it's not great overall. Yes. And I can remember, I think it was Schultz talking about coffee. It's so concentrated, it's so strong that it can actually be bad on your adrenal glands. I think you've talked about that, but. Yes. Yes. And that is, uh, can also depend on the person too, but yeah, it raises your cortisol. Yeah. Um, it's also very acidic. And so if you have a condition in your body that's you know, inflammation, anything like that, then it's just going to help promote that inflammation and promote the cortisol, promote um, heart racing. If you have conditions with that, a rapid heart rate, um, things like that. Well, (laughs) we don't need any more cortisol. That's funny that you say that because I have a therapist and he had severe anxiety for 25 years. Mm. I mean, it was, I mean, he couldn't even function most days. Yeah. And he had to give up coffee. That's one of the things, one of the ways he got over the anxiety was the coffee. The was, coffee. He loves coffee. Yeah, me too. So he didn't give it up. So now he drinks the decaffeinated coffee. <laughs> Which does still contain caffeine. It does. <laughs> yeah. So people think that. <laughs> Because it's decaf, it doesn't have coffee, but decaf has less coffee. And so it's not caffeine-free, it's just lower. And so then you have to go back to what's the strongest. So like a decaf coffee at Starbucks is probably more like your Folgers, you know, regular coffee. Because Starbucks regular coffee is really strong. So their decaf isn't quite as strong, but it still has caffeine. And so we have to be really careful with that. Well, I did not know that. I was thinking it was caffeine-free, man. I know. I know. You're not the only one. Yes. So something people can do is they can um, run hot water over it, dump that, and then do it again to help cut even more. Some people will do that with their tea. You know, if they have a tea that's like green tea, green tea still has caffeine in it. If you want to eliminate the uh, caffeine, then you can run hot water over it, toss that, and then do it again, and it reduces the caffeine. It kind of mutes it down and fades it too, so it's going to change your flavor a little bit too, but it does help with the the caffeine. So that's something that for me personally, I need to look at, and I, I struggle with caffeine as I love the smell. It is so addictive. Oh, yeah. 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 So something, go ahead. A lot of people have trouble with coffee. They they want to get off of it, but they always go back to it. It's kind of like cigarettes. Yes. Yes. For me, I can only have coffee in the morning, too. And it, it will cause my heart to race if I drink a lot of it. Um, I do buy like the cleanest that I can and I only have one and then I'll have a decaf. I think it's more for what I put in it. It's the milk. (laughs) I love milk. And so mine's not dairy milk. It is dairy free, 
but there's just something about that anyway and I like the coffee flavor as well um but for me I can only have caffeine in the morning if I have any caffeine after like one or two I'm not sleeping the night I'm yeah. hyper all afternoon hyper all night my husband he drinks coffee all day long he'll come in and drink coffee eight o'clock at night and then he just sleeps just fine and so wow. that's you can see I mean the genes are just completely different and it's how you metabolize it you're either a slow metabolizer or a fast metabolizer and if you metabolize it quickly it just goes right through you and doesn't bother you but apparently I'm really slow <laughs> yeah yeah so something else that we should talk about are food labels. So we look at products and, you know, when we look at the box or something, it says healthy, I say all natural, um, heart healthy. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things that'll say gluten-free. And so clients are always so excited. They'll send me a picture that says, look what I found. And they're so excited showing me the cover of whatever it is that they just bought. And uh, the first thing I say is flip it over and send me a picture of the ingredients. And so they get so mad at me <laughs> when I say that, but we have to, I don't really care what the front of the package says. The front of the package can say anything it wants. Their job on that front of the package is to get you to go, oh, I want that. And guess what it did is getting my clients to go, oh, I want that. It meets my health goal. That's exactly what I need. It's healthy. I want it. But when we flip it over, I don't want to, they send me the picture of the nutrition facts. You know, it's only this many grams of sugar. It's only this many grams of fat. And I'll say, I don't care about that either. Send me the picture of the ingredients. And I don't know why it takes everybody so many times Time. to look at just the ingredients but we need to see what's in there. We need to, we need to see the fine print. Unfortunately, um, companies can put ingredients in there that are not on the label. Um, and so that's the scariest thing. But we want to get the cleanest that we can by looking at the label. And we need to look for things like hidden sugars. Um, when we look at a label, the items are always listed in how much of that item is in there. And so if the first ingredient is sugar or maple syrup or honey or anything ending in OSE, o -S -E, that means the main ingredient is sugar. And so that's something that we want to look for. If it's got more than five ingredients, let's reconsider it. You know, if it's 20 ingredients that are like sunflower seed, flax seed, chia seed, then you know that's different. But if it's like 20 ingredients and you can only read three of them, we need to toss it. Yeah, if you can't pronounce a lot of the ingredients or it looks like a chemistry experiment, I wouldn't touch it. Yes. And most yes. foods are like that now. I mean, processed foods, you have to be really careful. Yes. Yes. And so... Um, sometimes people ask me, what is something that they should do? Like, how do they stay up to date with the information out there? Hmm. You have to find good educational resources. Like I follow a lot of, that's one reason why I follow Gregor because he keeps us up to date yes. with things that are happening in the nutrition world. Yes. I mean, because we, ha I, I built my life around, I get emails from so many different 
<laughs> uh, health, I mean, Jennifer's one of my email. She's, she's, I get emails from her too. And so <laughs> I read all these things and I stay up to date that way. Um, you can also do continuing education. Like, I mean, Jennifer does, you can yep. get books. What do you, what do you think, Jennifer? What are some of the ways that you keep up with the ever changing world of nutrition? The first thing I do whenever I see something new that catches me off guard, wait, this is new, is I look to see where it came from. What's the source? Um, and I try to, to look at things that have been longstanding, you know, eating lots of leafy greens. I haven't seen anything anywhere that says we shouldn't eat lots of leafy greens ever. Um, the only thing is oxalates. You know, if you have an oxalate condition, then spinach may not be right for you. Some forms of kale are low in oxalates. Some form of kale high in oxalates. Beet greens are high and Swiss chard are high. And so maybe those aren't right for you, but there are so many other greens and you need your greens for your heart, for the fiber, for the minerals. They're so rich in minerals. And so I look for things that I know like that that are so important. Getting omega-3s, you need omega-3s every day. How are you getting your omega-3s? They're in flax, chia, hemp seeds. They're in algaes. Um, they're in, some people use fish oil. I would much rather you have cold water fish if you have animal products. Wild caught, of course, from clean waters, of course. But there are just certain things that are just long-standing that for years and years and years we've seen are helpful um, for for people. And so I, I I try to stick with that. What's what's lasted long-term? Whole foods, things that grow right out of the ground that are not processed, um, and, and things like that. And then when you see new studies, like you said, is it from a reputable source? And I always look to see if it's from a reputable source. And then the very next thing I do is look to see who funded the study. And so if those two pass, then I read the study. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I read books from uh, other doctors that I know that I can trust. And then I look at the sources that they use. They always send like Dr. Bolsowitz. He actually, with his book, you get a whole nother book that's just sources because this book would be way too big if it included all the sources. And so I have like this whole PDF of just sources that go with his book, which is crazy, right? Wow. Um, well, and How Not to Die, Dr. Greger's book, which is the book that got my whole family to go completely whole food plant-based back in 2017. Um, half that book is sources. It's a yeah. really thick book and half of it is a sources, but look at the sources and then look at the source of the sources. <laughs> yeah. Those are all good <clears throat> things to do. Yeah. It's amazing. So, yes. Do you have anything else you would like to add to our nutrition confusion? Just that we all need to continue to learn. I mean, for me personally, if I see something that, if I see a, a good study that is true, and it's not funded by the wrong industries, and it's something that I don't, that I teach is wrong, but if somebody tells me there's new a new study showing that this might be good, I have an open mind. It's good to keep an open yes. mind in this life, you know? Yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Always. 
So that's, yeah, stay on that. But yeah, you have to, because I mean, there's a lot of people in this field that are so stuck in their own belief system. And if you right. can't, you can't show them any evidence for anything else, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And see, I, that's why I take all these classes. I continually take um, classes because I want to learn more and I, I want to know, I want everyone to be able to learn more and, and look at the other side, you know, why is this more important or that more important? Like another thing that we'll need to discuss is starch-based diet versus a non-starch-based diet. That'd be another great podcast. And so yeah. we'll have to talk about, because that's where some more confusion um, comes in. But I hope that this information empowers our listeners to make better nutrition decisions. Yeah, and so I want to thank everyone for tuning in um, today. And remember that nutrition doesn't have to be complicated. Um, buy things from that do not come in a box or a bag. And if it doesn't have a nutrition facts label on it, it's probably a, a healthier choice for you. Um, go and buy the ingredients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I strongly encourage you to do. Um, and so I hope that you are eating a wide range of colors, all the different phytonutrients, um, and uh, being mindful of your eating choices. But thank you for joining us. I hope you'll join us again.